When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The future. So cool, right? All of those amazing new innovations that are going to make life even better. Like, wouldn't it be great to have a car that changes color to match your mood? Oh, wait. Even better. Your outfit. Buick is thinking about the future every single day. A future built around you. With super smart Buick EVs that can make your life even better. And it's all out there waiting. So let's go to the future together. Join us at Buick.com slash future. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Neve Kavanagh. And I'm Gerald Farrelly. And you're listening to Agony Rants. Hello, this is Garode. Agony Rants is on a break at the moment. Neve is in Donegal and I'm at the Edinburgh Fringe. If you happen to be in Edinburgh, I'll be doing a show every night at 10.20pm at the Gilded Balloon. So if you'd like to come along, I would love to see you. Neve is currently in the wilds of Donegal. Now, no Neve, she's probably doing hill walk and she's probably getting airlifted off a mountain as I speak. But before Neve left, she picked out some of the best bits from past episodes of Agony Rants. And we have put them into two shows that we're going to put out one a week until we're back. There's a new problem at the end of each episode because we thought, okay, well, if someone has submitted a problem and they want advice, we probably shouldn't leave them hanging over our holiday. So uh, in each of those episodes, there's a new problem at the end. So I'll be hosting this episode and Neve will be hosting the next one. In this episode, you will hear about the time I went zip lining. You will hear me being ignored by yet another Eurovision fan. And you will also hear from Neve. Calm pragmatic Neve about the sinister plot that she masterminded to prevent her baby sister from getting a dog. But like, just between ourselves, when you hear about the animals that that family have had, I think it's probably best that the Kavanaghs didn't get a dog. But anyway, judge for yourself. Next story is Sean, who said I had what things I thought I'd never do bear in mind that that's our topic okay and he said i had sex in a eurospar disabled toilet what <laughs> sean neve we need to start doing shout outs on your social media yeah because this, <laughs> this is indicative of the sort of tramp that follows me <laughs> there's no guarantee that mine are we be don't different. we don't even need to say anything else we don't even say mm. next is jack okay jack who also says i had sex with a colleague in a cupboard at work. I feel there's like there's some sort of. <laughs> I, I feel like Jack and Sean should, make, <laughs> should be introduced to each other. I think there's definitely a group, a group, uh, like a self help group that the two of them could be involved. I'm glad you clarified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yes, I'm not going to comment on that. I think probably more people have done that than they care to admit. Totally, I'd say or so. Do you know what, actually? During the week, I went uh, swimming down at the Bull Wall and I there's a toilet there, like it's a public toilet, and there was a queue. And I was in the queue and there was two ladies in front of me and the thing opened. You know, those like they're like council public toilets. They're, like, oh, these big I know them. Things. I'm always afraid I'm never going to get out. Yeah. Of them. And what they do is they they wash themselves after everyone's used them. 
Yeah. So they go through like a wash cycle and it opened after, like it was closed for about 20 minutes and then it opened and two, like a guy and a girl about 18 years of age came out of it. And then she went, oh wait, my sunglasses are on the floor. And I thought, God almighty, classy. And as soon as she got the sunglasses and walked out, the thing shut and washed itself. And I've just never felt a machine catch the mood of the room. (laughs) (laughs) The way that machine did. (laughs) Oh my God. I mean, actually, you remind me a little bit of my lovely sister, Aoife, who I absolutely adore. When she was young, um, she was desperate for a dog. When my mum had Aoife, she was like 15 years after me. So she was like much more relaxed around things. <laughs> and, and so basically she said, you know, Aoife wanted a dog. And I told my mother and I was a grown up. I'm not going to lie. I was like 19 or 20. And I told her under no circumstances was she to give my sister a dog. Right. Because it would prove she loved her more than me. <sighs> Neve, the pragmatic Neve Kavanaugh. Finally, we're seeing the cracks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. When it comes to I wanted a dog so much, so much when I was young, honestly, so much that I was young, every single dog in the vicinity used to run when I came. I was so needy of a dog. So, you know the way that child. You were a hamster squeezer. No, I I never squeezed a hamster. But But you know that sort of like. Yes. Oh, yes. I so desperately wanted a dog. And my mother. No, and I understood that my mum wasn't happy about it. Because your mum was afraid of dogs. Yeah, she was afraid of dogs. And and to be fair to her, you know, and also didn't want a dog, you know, but and, and as afraid as she was of dogs, she absolutely traumatized by cats. Oh, yeah, fair enough. You know, so, you know, and you know, cats, they, the second they know that you are, that all they want to do is be with you. Totally. And, and that's funny, what I love about it. It's so obtuse because, quite frankly, when you want them, they, they will not come. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, like, and I think that when they do sit on your lap, that's why it means more. Because, you know, the way with dogs, you just have to go, you're a great boy, and they're your friend for life, mm-hmm. which is great about them. But the thing about cats is you can kind of, like, they'll reject you, but when they do come to you, yeah. It's like they do want to be there. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and that's very true. Cats adopt you. That's it, you know. Getting back to Aoife, because she couldn't get the dog because I, you know, vetoed her with my mum. Uh, basically, um, she we said we, she could have a goldfish. So we went, <laughs> which is a, a, a viable alternative to a dog. <laughs> okay. So, so we went to the pet shop to get this goldfish. And Aoife picked the one floating on the top. The man could not get it out of the tank quick enough <laughs> to give it to her because I, we all knew this this fish is not going to last more than three seconds. So we we bought the the bowl for it and the thing because she's going to pick the sick one. She's always going to pick the sick one. And, and so we come home with this goldfish and we're all going that. I don't know how we're going to tell this beautiful child that this, this goldfish will not last more than five minutes. So not being pet owners for a long time, we didn't really pay the attention we should have to Amanda. Amanda the goldfish. <laughs> so, so Amanda 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 was put over in, in the go boat and Claire was hoovering, that's my older sister was hoovering, and uh, put Amanda the goldfish on a speaker. 
um, you know, like old school school speakers, you know, the big oh, speakers. Oh, yeah, the big stuff. From the stereo. Vocals. And so we, we, it's not that we forgot about Amanda. We were obviously feeding it and all that, but we forgot where Amanda was placed. And about three days later, while I was playing music, doing whatever I was doing, I looked over and Amanda was dancing around the um, thing because um, the rock music that was playing at the time <laughs> was obviously vibrating. But that goldfish lasted, I kid you not, four years. Which is that's a, pretty good for a goldfish. For a goldfish, on a, this goldfish that was lying on the bottom, bottom like literally dying <laughs> the day we bought it. So, if you want to revive your goldfish, put it on a speaker. Apparently, the heavy bass. Heavy bass. So, <laughs> I, but the funny Amanda the goldfish, un, unbelievable. So, anyway, traumatized when Amanda died, Aoife soft soft hearted then was allowed to get a budgie, which is unheard of in our house. Right, I, still not allowed to have the dog. Got a budgie, right? Now, me, who wasn't allowed to pet once all my childhood, hating at her, you know, from afar. But actually, the budgie, she was less creative with the budgie. It was still called Joey. And I still Joey remember. The budgie, that's Joey nice. the budgie. And Joey the budgie was the bane of my mother's life. But anyway, the thing is, uh, this budgie had a stroke one day in the kitchen, which is hilarious. And, and Eva was sitting. <laughs> with our back to it and we were all going oh my god oh my god please how, did have did a, you, how do you know it has a oh, stroke oh trust me you, you can tell it was gone <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> by process of elimination put it this way <laughs> what it was doing was not natural <laughs> Oh, so the, the budgie actually had a stroke and we were trying to distract Eva so that she wouldn't see the budgie having a stroke. Honestly, you know, we, we protected Eva as much as we could because she's such a sweet girl but honestly, oh my god. So, yes. Did Eva get a dog? Never. <gasps> My dog fixation is very strong. That's all I can say. When, when did you get your first dog? I was, I found out I was pregnant with Jack. And I'd say about five minutes afterwards, I told my husband to be at the time. Well, my husband, basically, if I'm at home with a child, I'm at home with a dog. Go get me a dog. So I <gasps> actually had a dog within about two weeks. That's a great idea because you can practice. Oh. It's exactly. like you're working up. Yeah. <laughs> you're working up the level of responsibility. <laughs> 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 I need to feed this. Keep it alive. <laughs> I've been doing this for nine months, so I'm, I'm ready for this. <laughs> yes, exactly right. It just and and actually, it worked out quite well because then when Jack w- was born, um, he wasn't an only child. <laughs> I already had a child. <laughs> the last thing you want is a spoiled only oh, child. Oh no! Yes. Oh no! No only child syndrome. Basically, the dog was the only child for about six six months before I actually had Jack, and uh, it w- it was my nirvana. You know, my mother thought my life was over because she said, how, oh, my God, you know, how are you going to live your life? A dog and a child at the same time. It's a whole it other, works. It's a whole other thing. Amazingly. Anyway, so, uh, yes, irrationally, I would not let my sister have a dog. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd say and it's not news to her. I have I have actually shared but this. But you know her. what? You're human. Maeve. I am. You're, at last we found yeah. you're human. <laughs> We found the cracks. I am so human in so many ways. Screwed. (laughs) Tragically, uh, being a national treasure does not exclude you from absolute spite. Okay, you have (laughs) flaws. So, Rebecca, I have a cat with green eyes called Emmy, which is short for Emerald. Oh, that's very sweet. That's very cute. God, this is so far away. I think Rebecca's very bougie. This is very away from the sex in the toilet stories. Um, I got her when a neighbour found some abandoned kittens on the roadside. And my neighbour took her brother and sister. So she sees them every day. She's a very happy cat. Oh my gosh, Rebecca. That, that is just like, I, isn't that just a little, a little nugget of joy? It is. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, obviously that phrase has changed given the last story that Neves wrote there. <laughs> no, but <clears throat> um, Rebecca, I have to say, funny enough, actually, my first dog, Maddie, the one I got when I was pregnant with Jack, uh, she, her sister and her were taken by myself and my sister-in-law at the same time. And they, we wondered when they were kind of growing up, did they know they were related? And they definitely did. They definitely knew they were related because they were so easy with each other. You know what I mean? And it was such a lovely bond they had because <laughs> we've had other Labradors since and they didn't have quite the same bond, I'm going to say. Well, when I was a kid, we had a dog called, a Labrador retriever called Rocky. And my granddad had his brother and they <laughs> called him Tiger. Rocky and Tiger. Rocky and Tiger, my granddad. And my granddad brought Tiger to the vet because he thought he might be a homosexual. Oh, because he was riding? <laughs> no, because he was, he used to pee, he used to, wouldn't lift his leg, he used to pee sitting down. I'm from a very complicated family. <laughs> There's so many questions. Take a moment to unpack that if you want me. <laughs> There's so many questions in my head. Like right now, I'm going to have to have a conversation with you offside about, you know, how you pee. Does that actually define? <laughs> does that actually define? We we can we can pee standing up, please. Yeah. We can just. <laughs> the community just wants to clarify. <laughs> Attention, Agony Rants listeners. I am going to be going on tour later on in the year and early next year with my show Glamour Hammer and I will be going all around Ireland and the UK. The dates on sale at the moment are Port Leash, Dundalk, Limerick, which is sold out, Galway, Belfast, Clonagilty, Waterford, Wexford, Sligo, Cork. Uh, I'll be at the Everyman in January. Uh, my Liberty Hall shows are sold out, but we've just put on at Vicker Street, which is very much not sold out. So, <laughs> not just yet. So come along, we'd love to see you there. How do I get tickets, Gary? You can get tickets, Neve, by asking me. I know. <laughs> but all of those other people, they can buy them on GarofFairly.com. The times I'm most nervous really are, you know, in odd situations, like meeting a new group of people, right? That really freaks oh, yeah, me out. Yeah, yeah. Inside, uh, you know, outside, I'm Miss Personality, look like it's all, uh, you know, it's the sort of thing I do every day, which I kind of do because yeah, I go yeah. into new environments all the time. And my youngest son is quite nervous about new people and stuff and he likes things to be the way he likes them. So, he, you know, he could, yeah. he'd like, he, he was very, when he was young, he would really resist a change. <laughs> I was like, yeah, throw yeah, him in there. Give me, he likes routine. He likes routine. And the thing about me is I actually... I'm equally as nervous as him. The difference is I'm going to talk you to death. I'm going to make you love me in the first five minutes or else I'm going to die. And if I'm really trying hard, that is when I'm at my most nervous. You're really good at that. Like you are, you have that kind of social lubricant thing going on. Is that, is <laughs> that a thing? thing? That is the thing. Like oh you, my no, God. But you can make a, like you make a situation slippy. Please. Me. Uh, Please. Never. You know what? I tried to give you a compliment there, Neve, <laughs> but you just took it to smart. I, I didn't know. Socially, I wish, I wish people could see the face I had on me. You genuinely even, look horrified. Uh, social but lubricant. Thing, social lubricant. Okay, we're going to roll with that. Tell me, what is the thing that you thought you'd never okay, do? Okay, the thing that I thought I would never do is uh, I did a zip line. Now, I know you look incredibly unimpressed. A zipline? Zip um, is that you know like a high up they, thing where you go yeah, over the forest? It's Yeah. 
basically it's like that forest walk thing where you're up the top of the trees. Where the jays they, did you do that? I did, it was somewhere out in Temple Oak or somewhere like that. Oh really? I didn't yeah. know there was a lot of forests out there, but anyway, uh, where the, in somewhere Oak? the Wickham Dublin Mountains. Maybe. Yeah, that makes a bit more sense. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. But <laughs> I the thing about it is I got a present of a voucher. Okay. To do this, right? People, people think I they want to expand your life. When people do this, I mean, Sorry. Amazon wish lists. If you're not buying something off somebody's Amazon wish list, you need to have a long haired look at what you're buying them because a zip line <laughs> <laughs> that's not a present. Yeah, I and think... it was one of my best friends got me this. Who knows that I am actually terrified of heights? Okay, so yeah, and this is a best friend. One of my best friends. Okay, you're and as perverse with your best friends as I am. <laughs> basically. What he did was he, he got four tickets for us to go to do this thing, right? And they put, they strap you in. Like, oh. so you're strapped into this thing and you're on a winch. Okay, And then you've got to go around and do this obstacle course. But <laughs> as you do the obstacle course, you it gets higher and higher and higher up in the trees, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the thing about it is, I, we, we do, you do a practice course, which they let children on. And <laughs> I was... In a very bad way. <laughs> On the practice course. I was about like 10 feet off the ground and I was <laughs> taking it really, really badly. But I decided that I wasn't going to like show fear so that I would actually do it. I, w- I would go and do the thing. So I got maybe to like the second stage and there was 10 stages. Oh, and God, about was... halfway through the second stage, I decided I'm actually not going any further. Yeah, but, do, but you can't go back. I was just going to say, you, you because can't. Because there's people coming behind you. You can't just give no. up. And then behind me, there was this little prick in a Pokemon track suit <laughs> who just kept, who started like to shake my cable. And I was just like, I'm going to kill this kid. But so what I did was I decided I just held onto the tree trunk. Like, I was just like, I couldn't, I couldn't let it go. I was just like, I can't, I can't go any further. I just held on. So what happened was um, the, you know, like the supervisor. Oh. Like came up on a winch to talk me down. Oh dear! <laughs> it's one of the darkest moments. But he and he really played the wrong tack with me, right? Because okay. he said, "I said, okay, you need to just let, help me down. Like, just detach me from this thing and, and just I'm let so me down." So over this, and he was like, "No, I can't do that because if we like if we are taking you off the winch, we have to strap you into like a stretcher, and then you have to be lowered." down and he was like it's going to be so embarrassing with all these kids and I was just like listen you have no idea my capacity for humiliation (laughs) 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 I I have no problem you get that like I don't care if you've airlifted me onto the guard a helicopter (laughs) 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 I want off this I want off this island but um, but he wouldn't do it and he, he ended up literally like having to like carry me through all the 10 through stages. The, all 10 stages. I, the last one, I, I you, there was an opt out because it was basically a throw yourself off a tree. Okay. Wh- was and it, trust that it would. Was he at least cute? No. He was very handsome. Yeah. Very handsome. But I will say this, his Lycra, the Lycra outfit that he was in, was, stank. Okay. A little bit lived in. Yeah. A little okay. bit lived in. A little bit lived in. Yeah. Bless I was him. like, you want to put that in a hot wash now. Yeah, I know. Nice stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's my thing I thought I'd never do and I would never do it again. And also, do you know what the hurtful thing about the whole thing mm-hmm. was that the people that were with me that were allegedly my friends mm-hmm. just took a video of it. Of course they did. Of course right. they did. <laughs> Neve, we have a problem. Hi, Garoda and Neve. Okay, as you would say yourself, we have a problem. We have. I have been living in the same town all of my life. 
It's small and everyone knows each other, but it is a nice community and I can't imagine living anywhere else. Neighbours. Yeah, does sound lovely. It's a nightmare, but go on. My whole life, I have had an aunt who is not my aunt. She is my mom's best friend and she works in the butchers. Oh. <laughs> she knew, <laughs> there's something <laughs> ominous about this. She knew everyone and everyone knew her. I love her very much and she's a great person, but she is a wild gossip. <laughs> wild. The word wild. Is this a Donegal girl? <laughs> <laughs> uh, when she worked in the butcher, she knew everyone's business and she told it to everyone that would listen. <laughs> I would argue that she kept that place in business as everyone went in there to talk to her. Oh, I'll bet. She left the butchers to go to her Australia to visit her daughter for a while. And when she came back, she got a job as a receptionist in the local doctor's oh, office. Oh, my God. <laughs> This, is, oh my God. That is a wild pivot. <laughs> like, <laughs> to go from a butcher's <laughs> to a medical receptionist. <laughs> this is definitely Ireland. Oh no. Like, there's no question it's no, Ireland. No, no question. It's like, it's like the one... <laughs> Like the one who goes from, you know, working in in, in the pet shop to the butchers. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, it's if she's a wild scale. gossip, this is not going to end well here. <laughs> uh, she, she got a job as a receptionist in the local doctor's office, my doctor's office. This oh, is no. a nightmare. I was slightly concerned because she is such a gossip and a permanent fixture at my mother's kitchen table. <gasps> Jesus. Oh. But I assumed that she would be bound by doctor-patient confidentiality doctor? or something anyway. Oh no, this is going to be bad. I know it, it is. It doesn't appear that she is because my mother began to suddenly be aware of everybody's medical history. <laughs> it made me panic when she started to sow breadcrumbs. She was aware my daughter might be asthmatic. She mentioned smear tests out of the blue a few weeks ago when I had booked an appointment for one. And then two weeks, two days ago, she asked if I was on antidepressants, which I am, but can you blame me? <laughs> what? What do you think I should do? I don't want... God almighty. Oh my God. I don't want to get her into trouble at all or to even have an argument with her. Be- oh, this but is- this is inappropriate. God. I think it's very funny and me and my sister have laughed about it a lot, but I know it will get old fast. Also, I don't want to be put off from going to the doctor. Annie and all advice appreciated. Oh, Leslie, Let's run. See. Run. <laughs> Screaming from the room. No, listen. I understand this. <laughs> I understand this. There is no way on God's earth that this person is just change a doctor. <laughs> I, that, that, it is just change a doctor. That's all you can do. And it's it's like, all you can do. I, and I, I, because honestly, even with the best will in the world, with no. the best conversation and the loveliness, I totally get that you see the funny side of it, but it won't be funny. <laughs> won't be funny if something you don't want conversation about gets out. But what's interesting about this is, right, I mean, it's a couple of things, right? One, like, <laughs> like it's a big change of career from working in a butcher's to being a medical receptionist. It's quite right? a sideline. It's quite a sideline. <laughs> like, there, again, just the confidentiality issue. Like, I mean, but that is very Irish. Like, we have data protection, yeah, but that yeah. seems to be just for the crack. Yeah. Like, I... <laughs> I mean, there's not, as, there's, not as much, there's not as much litigation here. That's why. <laughs> well, nobody can be bothered. Yeah, I know. Um, like, Oh, it's a real problem. I, I don't, I, I've never changed doctors, actually. Is there, is there any, 
I've never done it officially. I've just started going to other doctors. Well, no, you can you can change doctor. You can go. But you, uh, the thing is, you have to come out of the practice because obviously she's in the practice. So you need to be away from the practice altogether. You know, oh, oh, if there's more than one. OK, yeah. If there's you know more what I mean? So you, you uh, which I might mean, not work because of how many doctors are in the village. But, you know, uh, you know, but the, it's <laughs> to be honest, it's difficult. It is difficult, right? Because I. <laughs> She can't be the only person that this is a... Like, no. it's the neighbourhood gossip. <laughs> Everybody knows. And, and yet they gave her that job. Yeah, exactly. But she probably... Do you know what? She probably is great with the patients because, you know, she'll be interested. <laughs> literally. She'll be interested in their business. But she'll be very kind to them and she'll be probably very good at the triage and all that. But the problem is it's... <laughs> She's it's, in triage. <laughs> she worked in a butcher's. <laughs> No, but I mean, I said she'd be good at kind of figuring out the best way to get things sorted. <laughs> but, but do you She's know what no I mean? Business. But no, no, I know. But but the problem is, they must have known when they hired her that they she was inappropriate. To. There's just you know, and the problem is, someone like that will never change. They they may say, I won't say the name now, but they'll be winking and there'll be like meaningful glances. They can't help themselves. People like that, they just can't. And it is a very Irish thing to have somebody that. <laughs> that puts a very professional face on what they do but they are wildly inappropriate wildly like, inappropriate I can, I can think of two situations where that happens like one <laughs> one was was actually a medical reception okay right and it was I was getting tablets and there was an like she everything was in an envelope that I came out uh, and left on the counter okay so there were like the prescription the referral, whatever it was, whatever a few it was. things in the in the envelope, and she opened the envelope and had a look at the prescription. And then she said, "What's the, what, and actually said, "What does he put you on?" Okay, and then she says, "Oh, do you know what you can do with that? I think it was a painkiller, so I can't remember what it was." But she was like, "You know what you can do to get them into your system quicker is you can have them with a can of Red Bull." <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> "I was like, no." <laughs> if it's all the same with you, <laughs> yeah, but it's funny. It's funny actually because you know I know people who work as you know, receptionists and then automatically people think they're medical. I know, yeah. Because they work in the environment yeah. and they might know how it works but it doesn't mean that they're going to be the best yeah, person. Yeah, I remember we'd, yeah. But they're also the people you rely on to get you to where you need to be in, inside that practice. So sometimes that, that kind of skill that probably that woman has is probably very good for that because she'll figure out who really needs to get into the doctor and who doesn't so it probably works quite well Well I remember but one of my it, friends telling me Confidentiality about, um, is such a problem like it's such uh, a problem One of his I think it was one of his aunts Yeah was a receptionist but like she'd be like dipping in in a car accident oh. <laughs> You know like I mean she'd absolutely know I'm, like the last I'm thing she qualified in was shorthand I'm medical she'd be, yeah. I'm medical yeah oh I'm medical gives a look that's very bad yeah. I know, yeah. I know. Oh, so is it great fantastic there she is just <laughs> toddling about the neighbourhood putting out fires <laughs> I think I think to be fair the only way you're going to survive this is either you need to get her a job back in her butchers or you have to change your practice I mean, surely there's going to be other people having the same Oh, it will thoughts. be. No, it will come. It will come because there's no way this woman will be able to keep her stim. Like, she, there's just, there's no way. It's not going to happen. No. You know, and something will be, will happen that will put her in a, an awkward situation, especially I, in a town so small. And I get that Leslie is probably thinking, oh, if I change my doctor, it's going to look like... Yeah, no, it is tough. But I love the fact that you see the funny side of this because I, I totally get that. But it's still... If you, if you don't want anybody to know your business, unfortunately, yeah. that person's never going to be able. They might not ever say it outright, but there'll be a wink and a, a, a and, and they're like, they won't be able to cope themselves. The like, other side there'll of be this facial is, tics going on and everything. 
the other side of this is you don't know <laughs> you don't like maybe she is being confidential but maybe your mother is just <laughs> putting on the thumb screws oh. like it could be the mo- your mother a mother having that sort of information at her fingertips oh I know that's the dream yeah but I'm a mother and I don't I don't want to know yeah but if you were like if you were all of a sudden <laughs> like say not now right, right. Mm. but now say when you're a bit older like, <laughs> and they won't let me in their the lives. The boys are married. <laughs> they won't let me. Well, and all of a sudden, like one of your friends is. The, oh, and you're like, um, well, give us a look at the chart. No, I would not look at their chart. No, I would. I wouldn't even understand what it says. I, I, I have oh, to say, you would. I, I you love would. a bit of medical news. You would. But like the other side of this is right, that the doctor, like the doctor, must know. Ah, they like, will. Doctors in a small town. No, they will. They'll know. And there'll be a conversation. and But the, if she's doing a good job for them, they'll be just so relieved. And bear in <laughs> mind, the reason that she's not getting into trouble here is that she's so close to Leslie. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, there's yeah. going to be other patients that aren't as close to her. And there'll be a conversation. Yeah. Oh, I know. She'll, she'll, she'll incur the wrath of someone. But in the meantime, if you've Anthony, you're trying to hide, forget it. I mean, the <laughs> thing about it is, right? Mm. If you don't know you're being talked about, it doesn't really matter, to be honest with you. No. But the problem is, the problem here is that your mom, <laughs> your right mom is getting these little tidbits of information and she cannot help no. but sprinkle them in front of you. No, no. The, she's an in. Find a new doctor. Or get her a different job. <laughs> get your auntie. I mean, she's obviously very experienced. Oh, in everything. I mean, she's <laughs> in everything. In meat, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's... Like, I wouldn't be surprised. She, that's the sort of person now. She's, pro- she's probably one of those women that, you know, like they did like 500 courses. Yeah. That was my mom. I remember when we were kids, my mom was always doing a course in the oh, women's was group. She? Yeah. And oh, yeah. like the WI? Yeah. Yeah. Like they were cookery, they, you know, jujitsu. <laughs> <laughs> All work together. Is it jujitsu cookery? <laughs> yeah. One of our friends going to, going to the Olympics to throw a javelin. Like it was... <laughs> Never underestimate. Never a, underestimate a mammy's group. I love a course. <laughs> I haven't done that many, to be fair. But uh, you know, I'm I'm thinking now. You know, a friend of mine is going to do a three day week. We're kind of talking about what we might do on one of those days. I might do a little course. And what what would you do? I don't know. <clears throat> I might do it on digital tax because that's coming in. <laughs> I don't know. I'd I'd like to do something creative, and I know that sounds weird because I'm quite creative anyway. But it's just like. Could be fun to do something, but then the problem is, if I sign up for a twelve-week course, am I actually going to be there? <laughs> Probably not. But anyway, we'll see. I'll do those day courses. You know More where you to go. Follow. You do like a day course. How's your sewing coming along, Neve? Why would you do this? No, to I me? just, I'm just saying. You, the last thing that you do is mention somebody's New Year's resolution in mm. August. It's August. I will have a panic about not being able to sew at the just start saying. of January. I'll do a, gra- <laughs> I'll do a dressmaking course. <laughs> See? Next time See? you're on the, next time you're on the late late, I'll See? run you up something out of a pair of curtains. I'd love it. <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoy the rest of your Monday. Uh Neve will be back next week with some more clips and then we'll be back the following week. Uh, in the meantime, if you would like to get in touch, you can email us at agonyrants at gmail.com if you would like to submit a problem or tell us a story or just reach out and say you're enjoying the show. And if you are enjoying the show, you can show your support by subscribing to Headstuff Plus. That will help pay for our brownies and Neve's Diesel. You can also leave us a positive review on iTunes or a five-star rating on Spotify. Also, if you would like to vote for us, 
for the Listener's Choice Award in the Irish Podcast Awards, you can do that on their website. And I'll put a link in the bio. I'm starting to soften. Normal Agony Rant service will resume in two weeks. So until then, take care of yourselves. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. Being a parent can be really challenging. It's normal to feel uncertain about whether you're doing the right things to raise healthy and happy children. That's why Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them build confidence in their parenting journey. Everyone deserves to have someone they can turn to for support with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today.